welcome everybody. This is Tales from the Secret Cabin. This is our third uh, episode of season two in the third part of Advent. And, and they've been back to back. Back to back. You're welcome. Every week. I know. So glad ooh, to ooh. be here. Everybody's I had to send back. out a text this morning like, are we doing this today? I actually <laughs> sent the After I get done rolling text. my eyes. So I sent the first text. And I had a reminder and I texted nobody. So yeah. everybody. <laughs> so it was going around. Okay, real quick. This is actually a great example of our personalities. Okay. So. <laughs> when we started this idea four weeks in a row, uh-huh. we said we need to record every single week. Every week. Every time we get done with the podcast, we set the meeting for the next one. Yep. And we set the meeting for today at this time. Yeah. But and nobody, this sent, morning, nobody sent out an invite. I was right. waiting nobody, for yeah. the invite. I, Phil. in my calendar, had it in the calendar <laughs> because I left this opportunity and went to my phone and actually set it in the calendar. Yeah. I always hope somebody else puts it in there for <laughs> me. That would require an extra step. Yeah. You yeah. invited nobody, Phil. <laughs> you, this is Phil's podcast today. I showed up on time. I got here today. <laughs> Good job. So are you saying next time I do that, I should invite everybody? Yes, I thought that would we're, we're going to do this again next week, just so okay. you know. Okay. okay, we'll put it, it on our calendar. We have one. another week of Advent. There's four weeks. Okay. Deal. That'll be great. Oh, it's going to be a great day. And uh, actually, what's funny is I don't even want to start there. I want to go back to a conversation we were having just before the podcast started about okay. Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. What happened, somehow somebody started singing Elf, and that uh-huh. got us into the whole thing. Have you seen Elf yet? Mari, you confessed you have not seen Elf yet. Not no, yet, no, no, no. but we watch it every I know, year. I know, yeah, they do it every year. Like, the thing, though, you have to cite, like, of course she's seen Elf, but it's like, have you seen it this, this year? Season? The question is this year. Well, no, year. I, what yeah. I said was that she hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. I love oh. this podcast like, so much already. Okay. <laughs> and, like, she's Sorry, from I, I didn't want to mislead. It's kind of like, didn't has she ever the had a, a hot dog in San <laughs> Francisco? I you know, okay, like that fair. kind of thing. That's no, fair. she hasn't. Yes. She's from Brazil. She obviously hasn't watched the Elf. Okay. Even though Apparently. But you called it the Elf. The Elf. The movie Elf. The movie. Well, we were singing. Somebody was singing, and we said, yeah. "I'm at a store, and yeah, I'm singing." singing. And I'm so singing. started talking I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have plans to watch? Oh yeah, the we elf. watch it every. You guys are so silly. <laughs> it's gonna be a good I'm day. Gonna call it, movie. I'm gonna call it that forever. Elf. Now. Okay, just Elf. Take the article <laughs> off the sentence. <laughs> Yes, we own it. We watch it every year. It's a fun one. Okay. Yay. Right, everybody else here, they've embraced that. But but there was another movie that came out you guys yes. were talking about. Yeah, it it's called? called The Boy Called Christmas. Okay, this is on Netflix? Yes. Well worth our time? Yes. If you have kids, it, as an adult, it's, it's magical. So you haven't seen it, Phil? Is that right? I haven't seen okay. The Boy Called Christmas, A Boy Called Christmas, all those Netflix movies. How about The Elf? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. I've seen Elf already this year. The okay. Elf we haven't yeah. watched yet, but hopefully later on this year we'll get yeah. to watch that. Okay. All right. I, I want to talk about a boy the called boy. Christmas. Is it a boy because or the boy? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to call it a boy called Christmas. <laughs> the so it's probably the Christmas. boy, um, but that's what I'm saying. Um, so I also saw it. I was, I I thought it was incredible. You said but, it would replace Elf. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. Like it was just mm. very impactful for me. It it, it, it like spoke. Kind of every, they're like, oh, that was so good. However, I could picture talking about it to somebody and someone complaining about it because it doesn't bring up the birth of Jesus. Yes. Okay. And I began like to sit on that a bit and it bothered me. It was like, oh, 
It was perfect. And it talks about all the, the, the aspects of the, of the things at hand. Yes. Um, and it's deep and beautiful and good. Um, but, but then how culture gets so offended, especially in the church. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if they don't spell out that the purpose for Christmas is the birth of Jesus because God was pursuing humankind and yeah, 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 yada. So Jenny, t talk to me a bit oh, goodness. about, is, uh, How um, this bring some comfort. You and me might be yeah, like, just like, bring, I, so it, it like bothered me. That, cause that's how you, th that was no. your thought process that people would be like, it does, it doesn't bring up the birth of yeah, Jesus and, basically. And then I thought, can I, tell people that they should see this film. oh yes I, here's the place i'm going yes. i'm like uh, and the fact that phil brought it up on this podcast i'm like oh no <laughs> i'm gonna have to quantify that yeah. it's not it, and it talks about here's the origins of christmas yes and it does not bring up anything to do no. at all as far mm. as jesus however everything inside of who i am was like yes yes yeah, I know. So That's explain it, Jenny. Oh, I can't. How did it I do can't that? explain it. I wish I could. However, they wrote this uh, um, this story, and I don't. I don't want to give too much away, but it it is this story of this boy and his grief, basically, and what comes to save him in his grief, and it's just mm. it's beautiful, mm. yeah. and like blitzen you fall in love with blitzen like in love and then there's this little mouse character that's hilarious and he brings the comedic relief and it's just mm. it's brilliantly done and at the end it's all told through a story of this i believe she's the grandma yeah um and I'm, she she yeah, she aunt i think i think it, it isn't the grandma it was the aunt <laughs> Oh, the aunt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But she's telling this story to these young kids. And again, it's a story. It's a story of grief for them and a story of grief for this boy and how he comes out of it and what he does with like with his life based on grief. It's just, it's beautiful. Wow. It's, it's beautiful. about hope. Uh, yes. uh, it's, there's this king who has seen his country and oh man the, the funniest part again like <laughs> the funniest part um so the king brings these peasants to him yes and then he presents this idea that there's something there's hope out there uh, yeah but before he gets there he's like there's something that isn't here like something that our country doesn't have and people say um uh healthcare a healthcare program <laughs> yeah. uh it's the like equal employment yeah. you know like and just a whole bunch of and they're all like talking back and forth and it was funny because it's it, 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 so it'd been this composite probably of all the things that people fight over mm -hmm. that yeah. they think so if i just had this yep, yep. and everything will be okay and this King is like, he is the best character. And he goes, no, it's hope. But he, he, <laughs> but he, he sends his people out to find it for them. You know? yeah, like he, he's, he's like, you have to go out and bring us back hope. Yeah. And so the whole yep. thing is, 
That's, wow. that's the goal? Yeah. It's, yeah. Strongly it. encourage it. Okay. I'm well, already crying. Don't oh. you think, I haven't seen the movie, but it's it's art, right? And yes. just like yeah. poetry, just like other expressions of art. That's good. It doesn't have to spell out to paint a picture right. of these big truths, even if it's... Beautiful. That's yeah. how I see it. Because even talking about Elf, <laughs> it's why do we watch it? Because it's hilarious. We love Will Ferrell, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, even though the movie's about Santa and all of that, it, it talks about relationship, talks about love. So, again, I can't speak of this other yeah. movie, but I can see all of these yes. themes, good. Yeah. you know, being poetically painted in other it's, forms of expression. It's just it's beautiful. And the final line in the movie, it's the I won't say it, but it's Spoiler. like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. OK, so here's a little bit of the reason why I I, I went here and this segue may completely fail but we were you <laughs> know we're, literally we're setting up the mics we're doing the mic check thing or whatever that's where elf came into play because we were that was the mic check right that and turn it yes. and the important things we talk about that's during right. mic check. exactly exactly but there, there was this premise of like okay well what are we talking about today well we're continuing on in this conversation about advent and the theme of love and it was sort of there and then all of a sudden just organically this oh have you seen elf this year and there was this love for this show which then spurred into another love for another show <laughs> and it was so natural and organic and i was like oh that actually is a dimension of this conversation thing. on love. So I pushed record and we just kept moving forward. But I'm using that as a way to maybe launch into this conversation on this week's theme. And how does maybe what we just experienced, whether talking about Elf or talking about this show on Netflix and just the ways that it's impacted us or even just the themes of that or the themes of art, like what what is stirring in us as we're in this week or this season focusing on this theme of love? Mm. Yeah, I just gotta be, be honest. So I am. So I haven't turned the corner from the topic of joy yet, and so I am still in that. I'm trying to come out. So help pull, <laughs> pull me out, out of joy, joy into love. Into love. <laughs> All right. I I would say I'm probably in same the boat? same place. I'm actually more stuck in peace, venturing through <laughs> joy now, and yeah, haven't even approach the threshold yet of love but what i am finding myself huh. doing on kind of a daily basis i'm finding myself like looking for things that will bring me peace bring me joy and it is these little things like watching a christmas movie with my kids mm. or you know like baking cookie you know like doing these non spiritual things you know but they're bringing these moments of like mm, this is what it's about togetherness and peace and joy you know mm. and love's in there obviously but i yeah i haven't sorry to come to this podcast and not be there yet no <laughs> it's good it's good i mean what's the point of advent if everybody's there already right, right. I mean, the, that's that's the the that's journey so of the heart right mm. good job phil that's good yeah i don't know i think where i'm at is I'm realizing how I've been doing a lot of internal search and, it, you know, the whole searching of my heart and the things that I'm processing. And as I start thinking about love, even this morning, some interactions that I had with my family and my husband, it makes me uh, kind of turn this corner into how... <laughs> How self-absorbed am I even in in the purest of pursuit of peace and joy, which is so much like for me. And and then thinking of 
how am I experiencing love or giving love, which feels more like outward focused, which not necessarily because I know there's an element of receiving love and especially Jesus love and all of that. But I'm just I'm just kind of in this place of this line between how much am I just thinking about me and how much am I thinking externally and considering others and focusing on others and my my love and pouring out of you know love into others yeah i th think there there has to be the balance between self-care and then the ex external I, I don't know i guess you'd call it pouring out or the mm. giving and i would say that you are typically programmed especially people in the church it's give 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 that the self-care part of it um it, it kind of it just doesn't happen mm -hmm. and i think that you are coming to a place that, that you're beginning to explore the huge values of self-care and it's pretty cool but it feels very selfish because it's mm. self-care right. and yeah. i find that the balance that I have is about 75% to 25%. So it's 75% self-care so I can give 25% of the time that I have. Which is probably a healthy balance, yeah. honestly. I think some people might say, oh, it's 50-50. No. No, I can't. Yeah. Why do you think love or the concept of love is so compelling? Again, I, I, it's something that was highlighted as a theme in the movies we talked about or in the poetry that we read that there's like to, to experience it even through art, it becomes inspiring. It becomes uh, attractive. It becomes something that draws us or even just the concept, right? The concept of love moves us in some way. I think because it's just a fundamental longing, you know, it's what you are, you are made to long for it, to seek it, to find it, to feel it, you know, to experience it. Mm -hmm. It's the hunt. Here we go again. You guys, always, <laughs> you guys are always talking about hunting. <laughs> so I just can't get away from it. Somebody said that you guys keep talking about hunting. And I said, well, KJ is a great influence in our lives. <laughs> He's the only hunter in the yeah. room. Ours isn't a no, hunt, though. You all are. Well, like literally. Mm, I know. Of animals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I definitely, I'm with Jenny. I think for for me, especially the way I'm wired, but I think for, it, it's a human thing that at the end of the day, you may be very successful in a lot of things and areas in your life. But if you're not experiencing that love and belonging, there's something that it's just misaligned. I think that's such a basic need of being human. What are you thinking, KJ? You have a perplexed face. No, it isn't a perplexed <laughs> face. It's an inspired face. Okay. <laughs> They look the same. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been listening a lot about things about belonging and vulnerability and all of that stuff. And so inevitably, that's that's where my mind goes, you know, that this foundational need that we have 
to connect. And and the funny thing about love is, like what I said here a minute ago, I immediately think about how am I loving others, but but the need is what that that we have the need to be loved. So I don't know why I immediately brought it toward how am I giving love? There's the need to receive love. It's just as mutual as anything else that we experience. Um, yeah. I got to bring up something. It's okay. going to be beyond that, but there's a bigger sh- story. Um, so um, I, I, I tried very hard to bring up uh, shows for the kids to see during the Christmas time. So I'm bringing back these very, very old films. And this past year, I brought the Christmas story, like the BB gun one. And so I have not seen that in like forever. It is terrible. It is just... <laughs> Utterly terrible. But as a boy, and then, you know, like growing up, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a Christmas carol, you know, and it was about the Christmas that the parents that I had experienced, right? And like, I get it. But showing that to the kids, so I had to shut it off because. (laughs) No, it just felt like it was terrible. It isn't. hopeful it is not peaceful it isn't inspiring it it isn't like anything that i would hope for christmas to be here's the thing so there is a a, a show called the eight bit christmas story have you I heard about seen this it. i just saw it on like the listing so yeah the eight bit Christmas story. Okay. And the thing that it did is it took the Christmas story, the baby going Christmas story in that culture. And they did it for us. And the Nintendo. Is that that one? Yes. That's the eight bit, like the old Nintendo graphic. the title. And the thing, and it follows the exact same storyline, but they change it how it should go uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like oh my gosh uh-huh. like i get and the thing i'm like thinking is like because for us it changed the 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 heart of the father isn't to give the son the thing that, that he wants uh-huh. it's to spend time together it's to, i mean like it's to build family it's like and it, it kind of like it's, it's it's kind of like culture is growing up. Mm. It's becoming healthier. I mean, everyone's like, no, it's not. Blah, blah, blah. We're all fine. Apart. <laughs> well, I don't agree. Like, just the theme of culture yep. seems healthier. Yep. Yeah. Is it okay to, to yeah. give the spoiler yeah. alert? I, yeah, no, just it. to Spoil. give context. context. So, Which one are we talking about? The so, eight, eight eight okay, that's okay. Have you seen that, Phil? No, no. Okay. But you can well, spoil that one. Just, yeah. So, sorry if you were hoping to watch this. At the end of the day, it's but not... But they should see it anyway. It isn't like <laughs> sure. the content's the important still... part. It's, it's just magic. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Christmas story, at the end, the boy gets the gift that he was hoping to get all along. And then the parents surprise him. Ta-da! Unexpected little box at the end. And he gets the gift. Ta-da! At the other I love one, that. That was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! What, what's the name of the other movie? I didn't memorize the title. The 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit. So it's about Nintendo. So it's about it, it 
takes place in the 80s. So when we were kids and the boy wants a Nintendo video game system. Entertainment system. Uh-huh. The NES. <laughs> but then we're watching the story unfold just like the Christmas story. And we think at the end, the dad will surprise and the and Nintendo will be there yeah. somewhere. They even like set that they up. Set They're opening up presents. There's you a present really behind thinking. the hidden... Yeah. There, there are a couple of times yeah. they're like, all right, this is it. This is it. He's yeah. going to get it's the Nintendo now. Yeah. And yeah. he does it. <laughs> the movie ends. And my kids were like, but wait, where was the Nintendo mom? And I'm like, no, he didn't get it. He built him a treehouse. He did. So he didn't get it. The end of the story, is he mean? doesn't get yeah. what he yeah. wanted. Yeah. But the dad built a treehouse. And, you know, it was the thing that they were doing together, the experience. And they sign, the dad signs because he was a carpenter. He signs his first letter and he invites this and here, sign your initial two. And he's telling the story to his daughter as a grown man. And, and his daughter is saying, oh my gosh, dad, that's when you guys started your thing. And then you learned that that became their thing, that they would do things together and put their initials <laughs> together in KJ's ball. And KJ's ball. <laughs> but I agree with yeah. you. It's amazing because he did not get what he yeah. wanted, but he got something. Love. So yeah. It was love. Much like that was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ugh. Wow. So, okay. this We're going to be busy watching shows. Uh, no, <laughs> This is great. I actually kind of rolled into the Christmas season kind of frustrated with my movie lineup just because it's been the same every year. Now here you go. I've got like two or three great options. This is really good. Uh, Okay. But just something you said there, you know, connecting the dot there in terms of love, but this, this, this question kind of before that of this, you know, why are we so drawn to that? Like, and I don't know, you know, everybody's got probably a different angle as, as to what that is. This, for me, the, there, there's an aspect of, like true love changes us. And obviously in the movie that you can make the parallel where that change happens. But I think, I think it's actually when you even watch it or experience it for yourself, obviously, but when we hear stories of it or there, there's something like when we, there's something about love that changes us. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, at least part of the reason why I'm so drawn towards it and obviously created for it, want to experience it, longing for it, all those types of things. But part of that reason is, I know when I experience love, like I will not be the same. Or if I give love, the person experiencing that love, they will not be the same. It has a, a physiological, right. universal impact um, if it's true love, which is part of the answer for me. But Yeah. In this whole topic of parents and, and kids, you know, it just makes me think of of the opportunities and what kinds of it takes courage to go there. It takes, you know, you see opportunities and you can let it pass or you can take it. And I keep experiencing this with my kids. Like anytime they turn to me and I see an opportunity and I'm so aware of every time that I either take it or that I have to turn it down because I'm doing something else. So I'm just thinking of the opportunities and KJ and I were talking the other day about letters Uh, He wrote his son a letter. I won't tell this story, but he made me think of how my dad wrote me letters. Mm. And it was this thing that we had a hard time talking and it was just a reality. We we couldn't have a healthy conversation. So he would go away and write because then he Mm. could put down what he wanted to communicate that he couldn't. And I could quietly 
actually listen instead of interrupt or reject or whatever, you know, in our difficulty. And now I have all these letters mm -hmm. from my dad wow. that I carry for the rest of my life of all these wonderful, beautiful things that honestly, at the time, me as a teenager, I got 20% of what he meant at the time. But throughout my life, going back to those letters, like, oh, I get what he's saying here. And more and more, you know, throughout the years. And I'm just so thankful for his intentionality to take those opportunities and be like, gosh, I don't know how to talk to this crazy girl. Maybe I'll write, you know, oh. and mm. the impact of his love through mm. those letters still today as I'm almost 40, you know. Wouldn't that be such a gift for your kids on Christmas to give them like a handwritten letter of like how you see them now Gosh. at this age? Oh, I, I probably wouldn't be able to get through it. But. They actually had that. <laughs> uh, that had been a part of the 8-bit. Really? Chris, no, actually. Oh, I was like, wow. I didn't even see the movie. Wow. <laughs> no, that's honestly, that's a good challenge. Yep. Like to think about doing to like write out like this is just your letter this year of how I see you and what I, you know, how proud I am of you. Like, you know, obviously focusing on the good. <laughs> I just gotta be and honest. Was, and was, listen, Here's how you see it. You want the good news or the bad news? You first. are going down a bad path. <laughs> turn, turn over for the rest of it, right? So here's the bad news. Oh man. So again, I'm just thinking of that, and you know, again, what you just said. First of all, the 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 way you talked about it, like you would just love to do it. Like, wouldn't that be amazing right now? You're scared. I get it. Like freaked out by the idea in general. Wouldn't I'll do able, it. I know, but, but the point, like, I wouldn't be able yeah. to get through it or yeah, you know, whatever, I mean, really, but, yeah. but still there's something within you that knows that that for you would be an expression of love. That would be really meaningful. Not only would your, your children love to get that. Your love for them wouldn't be any different. Right. Right. So what is it about the letter that is a big deal? Mm. Oh man, you're going into a therapy session here. Uh, I think the because bill is in the mail. yeah. Oh no no no! I mean a past therapy session. Oh. <laughs> I already paid for it. Gotcha. Um, I I think for me, I mean this is it's a projection thing, but it's like how much would I have loved to have received something like mm. that, you know, to and probably not appreciated it in the moment, right. Right. but being able to look back and be like, wow, I got these every year, you mm. know, and this this is how they saw me because, you know, you talk about like the effects of negative words versus positive or, you know, something like that. But to like have something on paper that says this, you know, mm -hmm. I think is mm. is yeah. cool. I mean, look how many people I'm not on social media anymore, but on social media, you know, when your spouse or kid has a birthday, you write this big old long thing, you know, for everybody out there. But your kids, you know, if your kids aren't on social media, they're not seeing it. Yeah, you know? I have a hypothesis. This, that isn't about the kid at all. No, That's all no. about see me <laughs> totally and like aware. how I'm a super awesome parent. Totally aware. Yes. Oh, Mariana, come <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> she agrees 100%. But. I agree 10%. Oh, no. No, 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 no. But, but I will tell you, like, when, when my husband and I were on social media and he would write something like on our anniversary, you know, I loved that. I loved reading like, oh, like, you know that they think about, it, but it's like, oh, you made, 
you know, I mean, obviously that's more of a public thing, but even if he just sort of written it to me, you know, like there's something in that when, uh, I don't know. I think there's something about the written word. That's it's called Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well but there done. is something. There's something and this ab- brings us to Christmas. <laughs> right. Yeah. In there, the beginning, the word no. became flesh. But there, there is something rather than somebody just standing up and saying nice words about you or something like that. Yeah. But you actually yeah. like, you know, even even in cards, it's nice. But like yeah. to actually get a letter written about. I don't know. I think yeah, there could be something thought. very yeah. magical in that. Yeah. It just makes me think, too, because we're talking a lot about parenting. It makes me think of all other people in our, you know, circle and friends and other adults that they did not have that from their parents. Uh, and our role as as friends or in journey journeying through life with so many people that there's still that gap that that was never they that they never received that kind of love and affirmation and people that don't feel seen and and valued uh so i don't know when jenny's talking about her kids and it's making me think of all these other conversations with all sorts of other people that i've had in these past few days and like wow i've been doing that to a whole lot of people that are not just my kids because this the need is great is it possible too um, that that there there truly is a value for kids to be spoken into, but by other people besides their parents? Because I see parents are trying, but kids can't accept it. Then they grow up and complain that they hadn't been affirmed by their parents, but their parents they tried really hard. So I also seen that. But there's a value in a bigger group of people um, yes. uh, speaking into children. Uh, yeah. So I just got to yeah. call that out. Like sometimes. So it's just hard to accept it. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to to uh, dismiss things from the people that are closest to you dismiss affirmations and things like that. Right. And then when you're told by somebody else, then you really believe them, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, there's such a reality of the, you know, the whole thing of love language. It's just true. I think there's so much kids can translate like, Oh, I see that's love. You know, how much can they translate into? I feel really loved right now. And maybe, maybe that's why the whole thing of, Gifts became such a big thing because kids see that like, wow, that's incredible. I feel so loved. Maybe. Um, but and the whole point. a boy called Christmas, <laughs> the, they will teach you about the origin of the Christmas gift. Oh, okay. Yep. It's, it's super lovely. good. It is. It's very hopeful. I'm excited to watch that one. It should be. It's awesome. The problem is when there's 200 of the gifts. <laughs> is there something this Advent season? So I'm trying to think through what we were just talking about in terms of basically love expressing itself and the impact of that. So is there something in this Advent season where you, when you think about just the coming of Christ or who Jesus is or the birth of Christ or whatever that is, but for you personally, like it communicates something to you where you're at that if, if you let it impact, you would actually change you this season. So outside of all the, right. 
external stuff we gloss over all the time in this season. Take it to this personal letter to you from God embodied in the person of Christ. All right. And that is it for Tales from the Secret Cabin. (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. I think there's, no, I think there's something really good in that, Phil, of seeing like things in text that God has written that's just for us. And those are maybe the children who weren't paying attention the first time. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Uh, But seeing those as these love letters to our hearts and to, mm, Mm -hmm. that's good. I've been thinking a lot about um, the unexpected expressions of love that we see in the stories of Jesus and all the places where he showed love and that people at the time go, whoa. What? What did he do? And even for us, we go, oh, that's different. But for them at the time was shocking. I've been thinking a lot about that. And the, uh, I think any time that I ever feel like I don't deserve that, you know, the, I, not me or, or, or about other people, like, well, I don't know about that part, you know, and it's like, <laughs> no, look, look at, all the unlikely that Jesus, all the times that he went to the places that nobody did, all the times that he touched somebody that nobody would, all the times that, that he welcomed somebody that he loved, loved on, listened to, that to me is what just blows my mind every time. And then I think, you know, who are these people today? That would take me that much, that would challenge me that much to go and love on, to listen to, to hug, to, you know, I think that's the the biggest love challenge for me or inspiration, you know, all in all in one. KJ's yeah, either perplexed I, or inspired. I can't. <laughs> it's the same place. <laughs> I'm hearing a ton of things and i i feel like the thing that i have to bring today is pretty shallow compared to those two and uh i think the um the journey that i've been going through is this idea of giving gifts to people i'm excited to give gifts to compared to the people i should give gifts to (laughs) and and so like there's the 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 obligatory giving like okay i have to because of (laughs) i just have to like and then christmas says so (laughs) something i haven't thought about before is the opportunity to give a gift to anyone Hmm. that i have a desire to give a gift to and and then oh man he's doing it very personal um but then it's kind of like, but the whole budget I have for gift giving is gone because the people I'm obligated to give gifts to, mm. I can't. And th- then I find myself in like, so I don't have any gifts to give. And and it's so funny because I do. So I pour candles. I pour soap. Like I am a candle guy. Like mm-hmm. I have tens of thousands of dollars of candles sitting in the house. But the thing that I think 
the first thought I have simply is that person isn't going to care about a candle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it isn't about the candle. Mm -hmm. That's and there's like this bigger, mm -hmm. this person isn't going to care about soap. And if I just give them a bar of soap, but it isn't just a bar of soap. It's just like, there's kind of all these thoughts um, that takes this idea of being excited to give a gift to someone that I don't have to give a gift to, but, but, but because of who they are to me, mm -hmm. I'm excited to give them. But how do I do that? Um, has been, and it's, I don't think there's a challenge that they're like, how do I get out of the comfort? I, um, I am kind of, if, if someone says it's time to get out of the comfort zone, you need to get out of your comfort zone. I hate that. I hate that more than anything. And it just triggers everything in me because I have a comfort zone because I am super, super, super awesome in the comfort zone that I have. Like Amen. I, I Look do what I do. Phil's like, yeah. nope, nope. Yeah. This is the thing that I do and I do it super well. Right there, but there right are there. other people people who have a comfort zone that's the opposite of the comfort zone and if those it. people get out of their comfort zone into the comfort zone that i'm in to pretend to do the things that i do they're going to be really bad at it just if i got out of my comfort so if everyone just stays in their comfort zones we're all going to be okay and uh and so i think it's i'm coming to this place of during the Advent season that I'm experiencing, it's how do, do I experience these things inside the comfort zone that that a candle <laughs> is a good gift. Yes. And the poetry of that is a big deal to me, um, that, that I don't have to purchase somebody else's gift because then that defeats the whole point. Anyway. <laughs> What? I love your passion against the getting out oh, of the comfort zone. Right there. That's but, the church right. I grew up in. The church I grew up in is always, all right, we're going to get out of our comfort zone. No, we're not. We're no. not getting out of our comfort I want to tell everybody, stay in your comfort zone. But listen, don't Jesus you Jesus made it. <laughs> Did he? He created it just for you. But hold on. Don't you think that you have all these candles and you can, you made them, there's, there's, investment there's time you made them to sell them to make a part it's a business right. so i don't see that you giving candles like well i have this old thing here no, i'm no, just gonna I'm, be I'm comfortable and you, but you see my point yeah, like that is getting out of your comfort i was trying to get to the hardest thing to get to is these things that I, I, that are very close to who i am mm -hmm. sure. people don't care about oh. that's the thing i was going for okay. like there isn't a whole lot of value okay. here. Um, okay. it, it, that type of yeah. deal. Yeah. So yeah, that's all. No, that's a great thought. I just thought that that I don't think that you're in a comfort zone at all, giving away things out of your business. I think there's so much value in it. And I think you are getting out of your Thank comfort you. I'm zone. Thank you. I'm going to give you a candle for Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay. And honey and soap and chapstick. Take it off. <laughs> and then you have Phil who hasn't stepped foot in his comfort zone in years. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
I'm, not, I'm trying to even understand what he means by comfort you, zone. Where is comfort? <laughs> Phil doesn't know Why that. Why would you yet? ever Phil. define a zone and stay in it? <laughs> yeah. Let alone be comfortable. Right. <laughs> Phil did this illustration oh. years ago where you drew a box and like where we were in our box and how to get out and explore. Oh and my I gosh. Like, I remember thinking, can I just explore the corners of my own box? I haven't been there yet. It's so funny. I remember thinking, well, it's time to go. <laughs> I'm done. I was representing your church. <laughs> Get out of your comfort zone. Oh, that's good. Oh, that is good. Well, this has been really fun. Great you know, foray into this whole area of love. And yeah, I don't, you know, again, just thinking through Advent, just, I don't know, just the hope of like what it is we're even trying to do here. Um, right. And if nothing else, KJ, I'll use the metaphor of a candle. We have a candle here. But it, there's something uh, violent in the candle. It actually disrupts. And if in a beautiful, intentional, created way, um, pointing us to something, I think that's the hope of these conversations. So hopefully mm -hmm. uh, that's what this conversation has spurred as well. Um, we didn't do this last time, but we did it the first time. But Mari, oh. would you be uh, willing just to end our time with a blessing? And um, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, I just realized we didn't do it the last time. And you know what else we didn't do? Sorry, I will say something. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, Phil. Yeah, I'm now going to make a public service announcement. There's a blessing, and we're good. There's a candle on the no, table, no. symbolic so of the presence of God. I'm not ready. By the way, by the way. Like, there is an Instagram account. Like Watch the, out. The YouTube ad that's coming in. Watch your letters. Please, please you know us what your else letters. we didn't talk about? Our Instagram account. <laughs> I knew it. Like, I could see in your of eye. You, you were did. so excited. You were no, on fire because today. I was like, KJ, let's talk about the Instagram last time. Nope, it didn't happen. So, Tales from the Secret Cabin on Instagram. Go there. Or not. Or not. That's okay. <laughs> don't need to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> KJ, don't need to go there. Well, okay, so since, since we did this, let's, okay. let's go here real quick. Because okay. we talked about this last time, not on, on mic, but off mic. But we have the Instagram account. We love the Instagram account. We want it to be purposeful and useful. But we still absolutely love handwritten right. notes yes. and, and really want that to be the crux of, yes. of our communication with people as well. So. Yes. Mariana, talk to us. What, what's the point of the Instagram account again? What's the point of handwritten notes? In we always have our address here under the podcast. So please, we invite you to write down your thoughts. So you're listening to this. Write your letters. That's how we love to... 15th Street, Greeley, Colorado, 80631. Yes, it's always on the description of the podcast. And we I absolutely... I never read the description I don't the I've never seen it. It oh. just pops up on Spotify. But I'm well, sure you wrote it amazingly well. But the point is, we do love <laughs> and value the handwritten letters. The Instagram has opened a new door just for us to continue to uh, post things and let you know of episodes it's that are... us out of our comfort zone. It is. A lot uh, of us. Or it is our comfort zone for some of us because like true. some of the things that are, are shared here, our experiences have have like fun photo components. Uh, yeah. Like the backpacking trip. Like there are tons of things to share that. Yes. We yeah. will continue to post pictures and all of that to expand the conversation. But 
Writer's letters. We're still doing that. So we have not stopped the letter culture. Okay. All right. Can There's I a candle the on the table. Okay. This is coming to the end of the Tales of the Secret Cabin. Okay. Ready for That's your first Here we go. Yep. That, that's the impression of Phil, in case you're wondering what just happened. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, may this Advent season continue to bring you to places of peace joy, love, and hope, and may love abound if you so feel led to. May it take you out of your comfort zone, but ultimately may you receive love, experience love, and love well as you go, as you see opportunities to pass on this fire of value in Jesus name.